welcome to in pursuit with marcus smokey please do subscribe follow and review our podcast without wasting any time let's get it let's go straight to the word of god we've entered or we have already entered spontaneously so and to our series called sin um separated in nature uh, it's very important to understand the word of sin. Uh, most of us, we, re- we don't really understand it. Actually, we are afraid to hear about the word sin. Immediately when you hear the word sin, people leave the church because they feel like they are being pre- uh, they are being, um, the church is not giving them the freedom to sin or the, the church is condemning them. But we need to understand that sin is when you are separate, you are being separated from God because of an act that you did. All together, so I cannot mention all the the, the 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 sins that we you should avoid. But the Holy Spirit will always convict you. That's why the Bible says there will you there will be no man that will teach another man. All together. So what does that verse say? It's just saying that when you every time when you do something wrong, you, you, you the Holy Spirit will tell you that you are doing something wrong. I go together. Why? Because you carry the spirit of the Lord in you. That's why even when a child is young, because he carries the spirit of God within them, he already knows that um, what he or she is doing is wrong. But we're going to be uh, learning more about that. But one thing that I want us to move by is to understand that God loves the sinner, but he hates sin. God loves the sinner, but he hates sin. So God will never tolerate sin because um, sin is uh, destroying his nature, his creation. So what, what everything that um, destroys God's creation, God hates. So because you are God's creation, ne? now when the, um, when the enemy uses um, temptations and deceptions to destroy your spirit and your body, God becomes jealous. That's why we, we also call him the God of jealousy because he's a God of jealousy. He's, he's so envious of whatever the enemy will try to impute in us that is not originally uh, uh, that is not originally from him. So he's going to always fight against that. I want you to have that in mind that God loves the sinner, but he hates sin. So as you're going to be moving with this series, you must understand that God loves the sinner, but he hates sin. So God loves you very much. And he's always in the purpose of delivering you. That's why you, you are hearing this word right now. So you are hearing the proper food at the proper time. All together. So you're not receiving this word by mistake. You are receiving it because God is actually trying to give you wisdom to avoid what is coming. Or he's trying to deliver you from what has snatched you. All together. So those are two things that you need to keep in mind. That when every time when you receive the word, you might be in the state where you think that, oh, I have not yet sinned. But the Bible, uh, when, we, when we talk about sin, we, only, we are not only also talking about your sinful nature. We're also talking about your heart and your mind. You can sin without doing any act. That's why the Bible just tells the disciples that um, anyone who looks a woman by the eye of a lust has already sinned. So you don't, have, you don't need to have sex to, to sin. Just by lasting, you already have been condemned. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So why we need the Holy Spirit? So that the Holy Spirit can continue to cleanse our mind and our soul and our spirit. All together. So because the Bible warns us. Because the Pharisees thought them being working in the act of not sinning physically 
they were holy. But just comes with another dimension of revelation, say, but by just lasting on a woman, you've committed adultery. Eh? So we get to understand our message today is according to the spirit. I just wanted to lay that down before I start. So our message is titled According to the Spirit. Please write it down. It's very good. It's very important that we write these things down so that we can be able to imprint them in our heart, in our mind, in our soul. So when you write, you are able to remember because your spirit also will remind you through your mind that you remember you were writing a certain thing and it will be able to flesh it in your vision when he's trying to minister to you. According to the spirit, that's our message. So when we become believers in Christ, the Holy Spirit comes to live in us in all power. When we become believers in Christ, the Holy Spirit comes to live in us in all power. Are you all together? So when we turn our attention to him rather than to our own um, devices, our own nature, he gives us the power we need to have victory overseas. So he's going to give us um, the, the, the power to, to overcome any sin. So the Spirit lies, the Spirit um, um, gives us solutions to any sin problem. The Spirit is going to always give us a solution to any sin problem. So there's no way as a child of God you can be caught in a sin that God has not provided you a wisdom so that you can overcome it. There's always wisdom. All you need to do is spend time in your word, is to seek him, is to continuously to go in a point whereby you are pursuing him. If you're not going to pursue him, you cannot get revelation. You only get revelation because you're pursuing him because there's a certain area in your life you need him to deliver you and not... not and, and he's not only going he's not only going to deliver you in that certain um, area because he he is so powerful to deliver you even in the things that you didn't know that they were that they, they were keeping you in bondage that's how powerful the holy spirit is so when we start we're going to start with the word Romans chapter 7 verse 24 to 25 Romans 7 verse 24 to 25 but we love the word of God in this house. We, we try our homies to hear it step by step. So please don't sleep on me. Amen? Because I won't be shouting. <laughs> so please keep awake. Amen? Verse 24. Oh, what a miserable person I am. This is Paul speaking in verse um, Romans chapter 7, verse 24 to 25. Amen? Oh, what a miserable person I am who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death. Verse 25, thank God the answer is Jesus Christ our Lord. So, we, so, so you see how it is. In my mind, I, re, I really want to obey God's law. But because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. So here we get to understand that Paul is in a moment of frustration whereby there is a war between the spirit and the flesh why because now the law cannot help him to overcome the flesh but it can only expose sin unto him so he now gives us an answer within the the passage and say that we need to understand that jesus christ is the answer to all these things we need to understand that the author and the finisher of all these things is who is jesus christ that if one really wants to be free from this um spirit of sin and death one must understand that the answers are found in jesus christ i want to get as we continue so we get to understand that now Paul is now giving us a, a combination between the law and the flesh. 
He's giving us the combination between the law and the flesh so for us to understand that, for us to get solutions in inquiring uh, about the, 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 the tools and the equipment that Jesus Christ has for us in overcoming sin and death, we must understand that only the author and the finish of our faith is Jesus Christ, that he's the one who's going to reveal all this revelation unto us. Are you all together? So we're going to be focusing on some elements. We're going to start with our element, which is um, we are set free from sin and death. We are set free from sin and death. Now we get to understand how the intention of the Holy Spirit is for us to be set free from sin and death. The Bible says sin leads to death, but the Spirit leads to life. Yeah? So we get to understand on Romans 8, chapter 1 to 2. Romans 8, chapter 1 to 2. Remember, the Bible says sin leads to death. The Spirit leads to life. We need to understand those things. Those are the basics that most of us, we are deceived in because we are not strong in the Spirit. And now when the flesh takes over, we get surprised. Most of us, we have lost jobs or we're going to be losing other things with, uh, in the near future. Why? Because we ignored the, the, the power of the flesh. Most of us, we make decisions, as I said from the, our last sermon, we made decisions out of the flesh. We make decisions out of the, our emotions because we, that's where the enemy knows that is our weakest point. So if you're not going to strengthen your spirit, man, you're going to continue to be in the circle whereby you are dominated by sin and death. So the Bible says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus Christ. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. I want you to catch that. Now, therefore, there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of the sin and death. So in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus Christ, all together. So here we get to understand for us to be able to overcome the sin, we must be in Christ Jesus. You must be joined with Christ Jesus. That's why in um, chapter, um, chapter 7, in Romans chapter 7, Paul says, I've realized that the answer is in Jesus Christ. So for you to be, to, for you to overcome, what? To overcome sin, you must be in Christ Jesus. You must be joined in Christ. You must be one with him. If you're not going to be one with him, you're not going to be able to overcome sin and death. That's why the Bible says, therefore, there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Are you in Christ? Are you influenced by Christ? I want to get so you must be joined, you must be united with Christ. Are you with me? Yeah? Because, because we are now united with Christ, we are no longer under the sentence of condemnation. Under the law, we are condemned. So when you are in Christ, in the spirit of the law, now you are able to overcome. The Bible says the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. I all together. So you must understand if you're living, if you live according to the scriptures that are not anointed by the Holy Spirit, they become now a law to you because now you're trying to keep them by your own strength. I all together. So you're trying to keep them by your own strength. But now Paul is trying to advise us because Paul went to a point whereby he thought that he can do it on his own. Remember, Paul, he was a man who knew the law. He knew the law. But he went to a point whereby now the Holy Spirit was ministering unto him to say, you are not going to be able to do it by your own. That's why when 
our Lord Jesus Christ first got the scriptures in the temple, he says, I have been anointed by the spirit of the Lord to preach the gospel to the poor. By the spirit, when he was baptized by John, the Bible says the spirit of the Lord came upon him. So you must understand all things starts in the spirit. Every miracle that Jesus Christ um, 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 uh, 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 performed, it was through the Holy Spirit, not through his own wisdom and understanding. But what happens now, religion tries to take out the spiritual realm out of your life so that you can continue to be in bondage, so that you can continue, so that they can continue to control you. How do they control you? They control your emotions, your thinking. They control even how you buy things. Because whenever you see things, because someone has it, you want it. But if you can see them and say, why do I really need this? You get to understand, oh, oh, I'm led by the flesh and not by the spirit. I'm not saying you're not supposed to own things. I ought to get, but I'm telling you how to be able not to be dominated by the things of the flesh. Let's continue. But we see that in Romans um, chapter 8, verse 2, it says, For the law of the spirit of the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. I want you to, to, to check that because sometimes we are missing what the Holy Spirit is trying to, to tell us. Listen to this. It says, For the law of the spirit. So we have what we call the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free. Of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, you have been set free. Let me not go ahead of myself. Romans chapter 7, verse 4 to 6. Listen to this. Romans chapter 7, verse 4 to 6. Please write this down. It's going to help you. Because I'm trying to teach you how to be able to do what? To dominate the flesh with the spirit. I'm trying to teach you that the spirit is very important. You must not ignore it. You must not go a week without feeding your spirit. I all together that the spirit is food. And what is the food of the Holy Spirit? Is the bread of life, which is the word of God. Amen? So it says in verse 4, So my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ. Listen to that. So my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another. So you died to the law so that you can belong to another. So you die from yourself so you can belong to Christ. That's why when you read Luke chapter 9, verse 23, if you're not going to deny yourself, you're not worthy of my calling. Emphasis added. I ought to get. It says, if, you, if you're not ready to deny yourself and carry the cross, you're not worthy. The same book, it talks about just also mentions that you're not worthy of his calling. So for us to really experience Christ, to experience his abundance, we must be ready to die from flesh. I want you get. Listen to this. That you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead. Who was raised from the dead? Just Christ. In order that we might bear fruits for God. So for you to bear fruits for God, you must do what? You must die. Let me make an example. For a seed to grow, it must die. You can correct me. For a seed to grow, it must die. It dies first. It dies from its own nature into a new nature. Now it, it, now it begins to open. Why? Because there was friction in, in, in the soil. There was water being poured. It has to stay a period of time. But as a children of the Lord, we don't want to die. 
We don't want to evolve, but we want to experience the goodness of the Lord. But we want to produce fruits for the Holy Spirit. But for us to produce the fruits for the Holy Spirit, we must do what? We must be prepared to die for another because Jesus Christ died for you. But here God is calling us to die. He's calling us to die from the flesh. How awesome is that? Well, you know why God is calling us to die? Let me just take you back. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know why God is calling us to die from the flesh? Because from the beginning, you became alive to the flesh when you ate the forbidden fruit. So when you became alive to the flesh, now God is calling you back to the cross and saying, you must die. You must kill, the, the, you must kill Adam in you. Because from the beginning, before you ate the, fruit of the forbidden fruit, you were not alive to the flesh. But you were alive to the spirit. But when you ate Adam, you became alive now. And when you became alive in your flesh, now the flesh now operates in the world. Now it can die. But now God tells us the same spirit that um, resurrected Jesus Christ from um, the grave, it lives in us. It keeps our body healing. It keeps our body going by giving us wisdom and understanding. Verse 5. Let me not delay because I see time is running. For when we were in the realm of the flesh, listen to that, verse 5. For when we were in the, you know, when we tell you these things, sometimes I thought, you know what, let me just go to the scriptures because when you speak them, it's like you are creating your own words. So listen to this. For when we, in, we are in the realm of the flesh, so we have what we call the realm of the flesh. This is the realm of the flesh that we are in right now. The sinful passions arose by the law were at work in us so that we bear fruits for death. But now by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the law so that we serve in the new way of the spirit, not in the old way of the written code. So now Paul is telling the Romans, hey, before Christ, you were blind. Before Christ, you were living according to to the Old Testament. You were living according to the laws. You were living according to the written code. You had, you had to please men, not God. And God, because he knew that it was not your time to receive the proper food, he allowed it to be. But now since you are in the new covenant child of God, you cannot operate in the flesh because now there's a spirit. Because every time when you operate in the flesh, you are putting yourself in a disadvantage because sin and death is knocking at the door. I ought to get So that's what God is saying, that even in our urban days, in, in, in our modern days, we need, to aware, we need to be aware that the scripture does not change. We can have nice buildings, we can have nice facilities, but the scripture and the word of God will never change. That as even in our generation, we must continue to pursue righteousness. We must continue to pursue holiness. It may be tough, it may be difficult, but we must continue to do so. Do so. I ought to get so you, you have been set free from you have been you have been already set free from 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 sin. So so if if you not going to allow the Holy Spirit to renew your mind, you are not going to be able to do what? You are not going to be able to continue to live in holiness. So which means you're gonna go back to your vomit. The Bible says, Peter says, for they are like dogs who return to their own vomit. Because after you've taught them the word of God, they forget about it. James says so. That they look themselves in the mirror, but after that, they forget who they are. So it does, it's very important. Every time when you get a, a sermon, what do you do? You say, Lord, may I see the results of this word within this week. 
activate me to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. That's how you do it. But when you find yourself whereby you cannot measure the way that is taught, taught towards you, there's a problem. You must ask God for understanding. Because every time when you hear the word, the word is there to produce fruits. That's why the Bible says we must die from, from the old man and so that we can produce the fruits of the Holy Spirit. If you cannot produce the Holy the fruits, if you cannot produce the word of God, there's something wrong with you. Because as a child of God, if you are born again, amen, the spirit of the Lord lives in you. So we expect you to um, produce those fruit. Listen to this. Number two, the law weakens by the flesh is powerless to save. The law weakened by the flesh is powerless to save. So you must understand that the law will never save you. What is the law? The law is when you're trying to live according to your own abilities. Ne? For what the law was powerless to do because verse, sorry, Romans 8, chapter 3. We're in Romans. Most of the time, we're going to be focusing on Romans chapter 8 and Romans chapter 7. So let's be there. Amen? So what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering so that so he condemns sin in the flesh. So we get to understand now that for what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son into the likeness of the sinful flesh to be a sin offering. So God knew that the only way to rescue and deliver my people, I have to send my son and I must also crucify him. So we must understand that for us to be able to, for us to be able to walk in the in the spirit, what should we do? We must continue to focus on Jesus Christ. As we read from the beginning, the verse um, that I started with, Paul gives us an answer. He says, our answer is Jesus Christ. So when we know that, the, 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 when, when, when the Bible says that the, our answer is Jesus Christ, it's saying that you are redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. You are, you are um, um, redeemed by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You are redeemed by the cross of Jesus Christ. The cross has power. The blood of Jesus Christ has power. The resurrection of Jesus Christ has power. I also can, the Pentecostal um, um, anointing has power. So what is um, Paul is saying? He's saying, hey, your, your power is no longer on your scrolls and script, on, on the laws that God gave you to Moses. But now your power is in Christ Jesus Christ. You no longer live according to the letters. Now you live according to the spirit. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So that's what God is saying. Yeah? So it is not the law that is, is to blame. So we cannot blame the law because the law is holy and righteousness and good. That's why Jesus Christ says, I didn't come to take away the law, but I came to fulfill the law. So the law is still what? The law, that is in Romans chapter um, um Romans chapter 7, verse 12. Né? It says the, the law is holy and the righteousness and, and good. So here Paul tells us there's nothing wrong with the law. The law is righteous and good. What is wrong? It is the flesh. Why? Because the flesh cannot keep the law because it's heavy for you to keep the law. Even now, if I can tell you uh, 20 steps on, on, on getting married, you must fast 20, 20 days. Many people will fast and no result. Why? Because as they are fasting, some of them, they are sinning. As they are fasting, some of them, they, they have hated heart. As they are fighting, some of them, they are meditating wrong things. So why? Because the flesh is, is going to always fail. Also get, but when you say, Holy Spirit, help me. That's why I like to say to people, the moment when you say, Lord, I'm fasting, God has already answered you. 
Because it is impossible to please God without faith. Because when you fast, we fast by faith. Okay, together. So we must understand that God, the law is, is blameless. We cannot blame the law, but we, can, we, can, we must look at the flesh. But most of the, most of the time we are ignorant of the, the flesh. It is the flesh that gossip. It's not, it's, 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 it's not the law. It is not the law. The law tells you that you must not gossip. But after that, what happens to the flesh? When it hears things that are good, it starts to gossip. So who can um, 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 put the flesh into submission? Only the Holy Spirit. Because as you are gossiping, the Holy Spirit will tell you, hey, when I stop gossiping, you are like, oh, thank you very much. Because the Holy Spirit continues to check you out. I hope you get what I'm saying here. So you need the Holy Spirit to be your best friend. Because the Holy Spirit is a person. Let me continue. So only the Holy Spirit can give you the power to overcome your sinful nature. So let's continue. So salvation through Christ. I want us to look at the, 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 the power of salvation before we, con- we as we are continuing. So salvation to Christ, that's, that's, that's number three. Ne? Point number three, salvation to Christ. We're going to learn Barcelona. Ne? So, yeah, I still have a long way to finish, but just give me time. I'm going to finish. Salvation, in, salvation through Christ. So I, I want us to examine what what Christ did on the cross for us to receive this spirit that we are having right now. Ne? So Romans chapter 8, verse 3 to 4. We are still continuing on Romans. I want us just to go deeper on it. It says, For what the law was powerless to do, as I have read, ne? it was weakened by the sinful nature. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful men to be a sin offering and also condemn sin. That's verse 4. I want us to link it so that we don't separate the two. So and so he condemns sin in sinful men. Verse 4. In order that the righteous requirement of the law, in order what? The righteousness, um, in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the spirit. So Jesus Christ had to do what? Had to be offered as a sinful, sinful what? Offering. In order to, for us to do what? To live this righteousness that we have right now. That's why Paul, when you read our first, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, um, Paul says, for, for now we are the righteousness of God in Christ. So just Christ died because God saw that, the Bible says, for God saw that the man could not meet the law because of the flesh. So he had to send a man to die through flesh so that we may receive this righteousness. I hope you get what I'm saying. So Jesus Christ had to die ne? so we can receive this righteousness. Why did we receive righteousness? Because Jesus Christ was a perfect man. He was a righteousness man. He was an upright man. So being an upright man, when he offered himself, he, he, he gave an exchange and said, God, uh, um, um, put this sinful nature in me and take my righteousness and give them. And all together. So he, we took his righteousness because he gave up his righteousness because he sacrificed his days living a righteous life, a righteousness life so that we can be able to receive this righteous life in him because the law could not help us to keep righteous because of our flesh. I hope you get what I'm saying. <laughs> so Paul declares that Jesus Christ came in the likeness of sinful men rather than a sinful uh, a sinful man himself. 
So just had just had a body like us, but was capable was not capable of sin. He did not sin. So him dying gave us an opportunity to live righteous righteous a righteous life because he was an upright man. Let me just take it to our, our own perspective. Sometimes you are gonna you're gonna achieve things, and you achieving things in your family is gonna even inspire others to come and achieve them. You don't get my point. So you live this righteous life because there's already given to you. You have confidence because Jesus Christ died for you. So even when the enemy comes, you, you point him to the cross. Why? Because there's power in the cross. Even when Jesus Christ comes to you, you point him to what? You point him to, 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 to the resurrection power because there's power in the resurrection power. You have confidence. The same thing when you have when you have went to another grade to another, to, uh, to 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 when you have passed a certain level in, uh, or you have, you have achieved a certain thing, you carry a certain confidence in you, because you are like, if I was able to do that, I can be able to do that. The same thing, the confidence that you carry in you, you carry it knowing that I'm born again and I'm saved and I'm, I'm, I'm by the blood of Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ did it for me. So no one can argue argue with you. Second Corinthians chapter five verse twenty one. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that he that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Oh, I quoted the wrong one. My apology. <laughs> it was not um Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen. It's Second Corinthians chapter five verse twenty one. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. In him we may become righteous of God. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. For we do not have a high priest. Listen to that. For we don't, this is the, this, this, this is the salvation that we have through Jesus Christ. This is our salvation. If you can know the salvation that you have in Jesus Christ, I am telling you, nothing is not going to rob you of your peace. Nothing is going to rob you of your righteousness. But if you don't know your salvation in Christ, we have believers in our churches who don't know their salvation in Christ. That's why they seem to not. They, they seem to take things that are very powerful, but very simple. Because we no longer honor the cross. We no longer honor the resurrection power. We no longer honor the anointing oil. We no longer honor... Like the enemy has tried our omens to um, 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 mess all those um, powerful tools that God has given to us. So that we may start now living according to the culture of the world. And that's where he wants us. But we are retaining as a church. Amen. So, for we do not have a high priest who is unable, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses. Ne? But we have one who ha- has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he did not sin. But yet he did not sin. So God, just Christ knows our weaknesses, knows every sinful nature that is going to tempt us. That's why he has created a throne for us not to, to sin. Uh, Philippians chapter 4, I mean Philippians chapter 2 verse 6 to 7. Philippians chapter 2 verse 6 to 7. Who being in very, who being in very nature, ne? God, do not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Verse 7. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. So we get to understand that even when Jesus Christ was God, he chose to be humble in his nature. 
right, altogether. He chose to overcome the sinful nature through the spirit, not through the authority of heaven. So why? Because he wanted to make sure that the, minister, the, the administration of the Holy Spirit to begin to walk through him. So that when he leaves, the administration can continue. So he didn't take any form of God, even though he was God. He didn't take any form of authority, even though... That's when, even when they tried to, to, to... When they took his life, he had all the power and authority to stop it. But because he knew he was on an assignment, even when Peter tried to stop him from fulfilling the assignment, he told him, get behind me. I also get What I'm saying, I'm saying that the Bible says, as he suffered, you will also suffer. So some of the things for us to, for, to break your breakthrough is in the flesh. You must die from the flesh. Ne? So he, con- he, he, he condemned sin for our own sake. Romans chapter 5, verse 12 to 21. This is where I need you to pay attention. Romans chapter 5, verse 12 to 21. I'm trying by all means to, to finish. My time is already finished. It's already finished. So God did two things to deliver us from our sinful nature. God did two things to deliver us from our sinful nature. He condemned mankind for sin with the sentence of death through the blood of Jesus Christ. I want you to get that. God did two things to deliver us from our sinful nature. He condemned mankind for sin for, from sin through sin with from sin of sin from sorry he condemned mankind from from the sin with the sentence of death through the blood of Jesus Christ and made his own son a sinful offering to to the cross. Amen. So when we read um Romans chapter 5, it actually gives us um, a, a more a, a, a wisdom to us in terms of us understanding that. Romans 12 to 21, it says, Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, I ought to get, it takes us back. This is Paul. Right? Romans chapter 5, verse 12 to 21. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, death through sin in this way, death came to all people because all sinned. So we get to understand that through one man, who, is, who was Adam, Sin entered the world. Verse 18. To be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given. Listen to that. Sin was in the world before the law was given. But when, when, when the generation of Moses came, they thought sin was not, was not there. Because they thought it was the law that can keep them from sin. Not knowing that sin was there before the law. That Adam ate the apple and sin entered. And all together. So now just Christ is trying to tell, try to take them back and say, hey, you lost it when you lost the spirit. You didn't lose it when you, 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 when, 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 um, you, when you need to not keep the law. What made you not keep the law? It was not the, 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 the it was not your, 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 your skills and your abilities. It is because you have, you, you don't have the Holy Spirit in you. So that's what I'm just Christ is trying to tell us. Go back to Adam. Ne? Verse 40. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses. Listen to that. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam into the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking, breaking a command, as did, as did Adam, who is a pattern of the one to come. Verse 15. But the gift is not like the trespasses, for if the many, if many died by the trespasses of the one man, how much more did God's grace, God's grace and the gift of that, that came 
by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to many. So here now, Paul is trying to tell us that because of one man who was Adam, many became sinners. And because of the second man, all together, the, the first uh, a coming of Jesus Christ, we get to see that all men will be free from sin. That it was not the law that was making you to, um, to, 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 to walk in righteousness. And it was not the law that was going to take away your sinful nature. But only the spirit was had to come back because you lost the spirit from the beginning. I hope you get what I'm saying. You lost the spirit from the beginning. Now God is saying, I'm going to give it you back the spirit. And the spirit that God has given back is the spirit that we already have. That's why I preach about being aware unless you sin. Why? Because now you have the spirit in you. The Bible says, though it will be worse for those who carry the spirit of the Lord than those who didn't carry it. Verse 17. For it is for for if by the transpose of one man death reign through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundance provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? How much more? That's what Paul is saying. You can you, you can live. That's why the that's why um in Philippians it says for 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 the Lord will provide to us beyond our imagination, beyond our thinking. So Paul is saying, how much more will you reign if you now you accept the grace that God has given in you? If you now you live according to the spirit and not according to the flesh. Verse 18. It says, consequently, just as one transpass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man, the many were made sinners. So also through the obedience of one man, the many will be made righteousness. The law was brought in so that, verse 20, let's focus there. The, the law was brought so that the trespasses might increase. But where sin increased, grace increased all, all the more. Verse 21, so that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So now the Holy Spirit is saying to us that for us to be able to overcome the sin, for us to go and grow more in the fruit of the Holy Spirit, for us actually to feel the tangibleness of peace, because you are not going to feel the tangibleness of peace if you are not going to die from the flesh. For where to whereby you can testify, wow, now I know what this peace, I've been reading it. Now I know, because now you're trying to search for it. For the pain that is there is no longer there. Why? Because now peace reigns in you. Because when you were beginning the work, it felt like you're not doing anything. But when you continue to seek him, when you continue to abide in him, now your branches begin to produce much more fruits. Because, because of one man's justification, you have been made right. By one man's um, 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 guiltiness, we are all made guilty because of Adam. But now because of Jesus Christ who said, you know what, Lord Jesus Christ, um, you know what, Father, I will die for them. We became righteousness. So, but if you don't know that what you do, you become like a dog who returns to his own vomit. Because every time when you sin, you go to a mode of condemnation rather than seeking the righteousness that God has for you. Do you hear what I'm saying? So in conclusions, Romans chapter 6, verse 2 to 14, as we read from the beginning of our prayer point, by no means we are those who have died to sin. 
How can we live in it any longer? Verse 14. For sin shall no longer have be your for sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, but under grace. So Paul here is telling us that there's a solution in in living in your spiritual nature. You must understand that you have been justified according to the spirit. Our message is titled what? According to the spirit. So you've been justified according to the spirit. So why can obedience uh, why can't our obedience to the law save us? Because the law is weakened by the flesh and the flesh is defeated by the law. And only the spirit can give us the power to overcome the flesh. So obedience to the law will never save you. Obedience to the law will never keep you. you, get, you I hope you get what I'm saying. When I'm talking about the law, I'm saying you're trying to do things so that God can deliver you. That now righteousness has been given to you as a gift. You have it. And for you to activate it is continue to say, Holy Spirit, lead me to live a righteousness life. According to the Spirit, we can overcome. And altogether. And when I'm talking about according to the spirit and overcoming the sinful nature, I'm not talking about adultery. Also, I'm talking about also your heart. Are you allowing God to heal you? Are you allowing God to sit at your throne? Are you all together? Are you allowing God? Or are you allowing the, the world? Are you allowing yourself to find your identity in Him? That's what I'm saying. Are you allowing God to transform your old nature into a new nature? Or are you saying this is just a word, it's not working? Because you must go to a point whereby you, 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 you cry to God and say, Lord, I want to see transformation. Transformation should not begin outside. Transformation begins inside. If you cannot uh, see the manifestation of the fruits of the Holy Spirit manifesting inside of you, know that there's something wrong with you. Because you can go to church and still have the same character. Still have the same speech. Why? Because you're not transforming inside. You are going to church, but the church is not in you. Do you hear what I'm saying? Ne? So that's what we, 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 are, we are looking at. So now, in conclusion, as I said, that obedience to the law can never save you. Can we bless the word of God? And after that, I just want to pray you for guys as the Holy Spirit was leading me. Father, we thank you for the word that we received, Lord. May we walk according to the Spirit, for it's not by might nor by power, nor by sight, but by faith, Lord. Father, we thank you for the word that you have given us. Give us this time to spend time on them, Lord. When we focus in this week on Romans chapter 8 and Romans chapter 7, Lord, show us that we are called to live a holy life, that no boundary, no bondage can be able to, to, to steal that from us because it's our heritage. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.